him. Throws it up for eight. Shot blocked by Antetokounmpo. What a block from Giannis. 17 seconds from game seven or from championship number six. Jordan. Open. Chicago with the lead. And they're putting Curry in the pick and roll, trying to get him on Irving. Irving and Curry, one-on-one. Irving puts it up. It's good. Kyrie Irving from downtown. We're sending it in, Jerome. That's for damn sure. Yes, yes, yes. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Tap Room Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Stacks on Stacks, lads. Join with my man, Swerving, Washington. Mountain West preview tonight, Irv. How yeah. We're we not that high on this conference. No. I'm a, I think it's quite an interesting conference. It's going to be interesting, but as far as conference play, but out of conference. They might get smacked by a lot of teams, yes. Yeah. It's quite interesting because uh, Boise State is – only their win total is eight, yet they're the betting favorite to win the conference. And a lot of that has to do with the the non-conference schedule. Um, yeah, and plus they're, uh, they're the uh, most known. They've been carrying this conference for, for more than a decade. So when you think Mountain West, you think Boise State, San Diego State, Fresno State, then the rest. San Jose State? Nah, hell no. Hey, they're you know they're one of the top four teams in this conference now. Uh, pretty, re- yeah, pretty. I'm talking about like <laughs> years and years down the line. Yeah, um, it's gonna be this is gonna be an interesting conference. We uh had some coach movement, uh, both coordinator and head coaches. Uh, you know, another year at the helm for Timmy Chang at Hawaii. So we'll see how he. Turns it around, but yeah, man, this is an interesting conference. Um, you know, last year the bottom of the conference was pretty bad. So, I mean, if you're not high on the conference this year, I feel like it's pretty similar to last year, where like, you know, New Mexico won two games, Hawaii won uh, three games, um, Utah State wasn't very good, UNLV only won five games, uh, Nevada only won two games last year. So, this is a, I feel like it's a very I don't know how to explain it. I just feel like there's Boise State, you know, there's uh, Air Force, Fresno, San Diego State, and then kind of like everybody else. But we're gonna get into it. Let's uh, let's. So if you're new to the show, we go from bottom to top. We go worst, lowest total to highest total. Um, this year we have a. This year we have a couple teams that are projected to finish last, uh, New Mexico and Hawaii. So we'll start with the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. Win totals at three and a half. Uh, to win the conference, you're paying like plus 1,200, plus 1,500, depending on where you shop at. So if you like Hawaii to win the conference, definitely shop around. Um, but again, their win totals at three and a half. Uh, last year, they only won three games. This year, they only returned five starters on offense, nine on defense. Timmy Chang, like I said, his second year at the helm. What's your thoughts on Hawaii? Um, They look 
the beginning of the season, they looked like one of the worst teams in the FBS. But as the season went on, you could tell players started to buy into that system and they looked a lot more competitive. They just had average QB play the back half of the season. They probably could have went bowling because it was a lot of games they let slip away. They were in pretty much every game until a couple of drives left in the fourth quarter. So I think if they can continue to ride that momentum, keep bringing in talent and developing the talent that they can get, they can be – I don't think they can win a division, but they could definitely knock some teams off and be competitive. And I can see them going over this three-and-a-half win total for sure. Um, the biggest question mark for them, like you said, is going to be the offense. They're only returning, what, five, three players, four players on offense? Five starters. That includes uh, Braden Shager, who is the starting quarterback, a couple wide receivers, and they return two offensive linemen. Yeah, they're replacing three starters on the O-line, so that's going to be tough, already, especially for a team that's devoid of talent yep. as we speak. So there's any type of continuity or production from the replacements. I know they added a bunch of transfers, so hopefully those transfers can step right in and um, – plug those holes for them because the defense is not the defense was terrible to begin the year but it got a lot more consistent and a lot better to end the year and now granted they were playing some terrible offenses but hey you gotta you gotta uh defend and play against who, who's in front of you so yeah i kind of like i would lean over three and a half i probably haven't um Talked myself into betting it yet, but I would lean over three and a half right now. Yeah, the top, the they get San Diego State at home, San Jose State at home, Air Force at home. So I mean, they get three of the best teams in the conference at home. They have to go to Wyoming, which is a tough place to play. To Nevada, but that's a winnable game. To New Mexico, another winnable game. And they go to they got to go out of conference. They got to go to Vanderbilt. To Oregon, and then they get Stanford at home. Yeah, so. they got Albany at home too. I think they get. You know, honestly, I think they can beat New Mexico State too. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, sure. If they beat we Albany, New Mexico State, uh, New Mexico, New Mexico State's a good team though. Yeah, they are going to be improved. The biggest thing with them is they don't really have a home foot advantage right now because. I don't know what's going on with Aloha Stadium, but I've read that that renovation is not going to be done until like 2028. Yeah, they're they're renovating the stadium. I thought they were building a new stadium for Hawaii, though. I thought it was, too, but they did, uh, I guess at the 11th hour, they decided against it and said they was going to renovate, uh, what is it, Honolulu Stadium? Is that the name of it? Aloha Stadium. Aloha Stadium. But they reducing it from 55, I think, to like 25 or 30K which I think is not a good thing. You're taking away from revenue, but I guess if you want to add, I guess they're supposed to make like shopping malls and all that type of stuff around the stadium. So I guess whatever you lose in attendance, you'll gain in that that sector. But Interesting. Not really having a good home. Not really having a home field advantage is going to hurt them because I think right now they're playing at like a high school stadium or something like that. Now they're building, they made like a makeshift fucking field. <laughs> It was like it was like bleachers and it was, it was a yeah it was a funny funny ass shit last year but yeah they definitely don't really have a true home field advantage right now which is a bummer and uh, you know last year they gave up 
what was it, 213 yards rushing on offense, 5.6 yards per carry. That's something that they're definitely going to have to fix, and they, they did go out and hit the portal pretty hard on defense. And, and they're returning nine defensive starters too, which is pretty solid. Mm-hmm. So, so I feel like if they could fix that, you know, Braden Shager, he wasn't bad last year. He wasn't great either, but he was definitely better of the two quarterbacks of him between him and Joe Yellen last year. Shager actually gave him an op- a chance to win. So I think another year in the system for him. Uh, Tylen Hines is a, a speedster, very incredible back. They got a couple running backs that are pretty nice. They're going to have to get some production from the wide receivers for sure. Someone's got to step up. And then the offensive line isn't deep. So they have to pray for they don't that they don't get injuries soon. But I, I, of like the two three and a half win teams between them and New Mexico, and we'll talk about New Mexico in a second, I, I definitely like Hawaii to go over more than I like New Mexico to go over. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. So let's talk about those New Mexico Lobos. So their win total is three and a half as well. Um, and to win the conference, they are about same as Hawaii, but plus 1,200, plus 1,500, depending on where you're shopping. So not really expected to do well. Big reason for that is Rocky Long, their defensive coordinator. He's now the defensive coordinator of Syracuse. So he's no longer here, and they lose a ton of talent on defense. They go from a – they only return two starters. And yeah, that's going to be tough for a team that can already not score that much. So that's going to be real tough for them. Well, that's the interesting thing because I think their offense is going to be better this year. They, they bring in Brian Vincent from uh, UAB, who was the interim head coach there last year. Um, and then they also bring in Dylan Hopkins, who played at, at UAB with him, so he's familiar with the offense. So yeah, I think, that's good, but what he's going to have around him, that's the biggest question. Yeah, I think that... The one thing I'll say, though, is like I think New Mexico, whereas last year they really struggled to score the ball, they only averaged 229 yards of total offense last year, but they were really good defensively. Like Defensively, they only gave up 157 rush yards per game, 203 through the air. Um, Their new defensive coordinator was a cornerback coach last year, and he's coached under Rocky Long for a while, so he's, it's not like a total unfamiliarity there. But I do think that there's going to be some – like a transition period per se. You know what I mean? Like you're losing one of the best defensive coordinators. That and you're losing nine starters too. So that means they probably losing a bunch of their top tacklers, a lot of sacks, a lot of TFLs, um, a bunch of just some experience and snaps too. So they lost their best defensive player who went over to UNLV. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, show. over three and a half. They should be Massachusetts. Uh, who, I don't know who WIU is. Uh, Western Illinois, the Leathernecks. But then after that, they got Liberty on the road, New Mexico on the road, uh, Hawaii on the road, FIU. They should be able to beat Florida International, Sam Houston State. At UTEP, at Louisiana Tech, Middle Tennessee. Then they're back-to-back on the road against Western Kentucky and Auburn. Um, yeah, I see like two, maybe three wins on this schedule. Yeah, it's going to be. Honestly, I like the direction Hawaii is going better than I like the direction in New Mexico, even though New Mexico might have a better quarterback, but 
what is he going to have around him? And then you replace a nine started on defense as well. Yeah, uh, that's a big that's a big problem for me. I know, I understand you play good defense, but you are going to take a step back losing Rocky Long, who's pretty, like pretty much a top ten D coordinator in college football. So that's a huge loss, dude. Massive um, loss. And I agree yeah. with that. I think that's going to be the the hardest thing to overcome, dude. For sure. Yeah, I honestly think that this is honestly see them only winning two or three games, and they're over under three and a half, right? Yeah, so they got to go to Texas A and M, then they get Tex- Tennessee Tech, New Mexico State. Uh, they get New Mexico State at home this year, and then they get uh, they go at Massachusetts. UMass at Wyoming, then they get San Jose State at home, Hawaii at home, at Nevada, UNLV at Boise State, at Fresno State, Utah State. I mean, they could potentially win three to four games here. Like, they should beat Tennessee Tech. I definitely think New Mexico State's a better team. UMass, I'm not very high on, so, you know, who knows? They could potentially win that game as a coin flip game. Um, like I said, I, I'm down on the defense, but I'm higher on the offense this year. So we'll see what happens with that. Because I do think like they bring over a lot of guys on offense from UAB, so they're very familiar with the system. So, so it's, they can transition a little easier. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, that won't be as big as a transition, but that defense, man, I think that's going to be the Achilles heel, honestly. Yeah. Um, all right, let's uh, let's talk about the next team. We got Nevada Wolfpack at four and a half wins. This is Ken Wilson's second year. Um, last year, you know, we talked about it during the during the preview show for Mountain West last year. Like Nevada just lost a ton, a ton of players. So we were we knew it was going to be a rebuilding year for Ken Wilson. It was a rebuilding year. Um, but I think the Scott. I think I think things are going up for them, man. What do you think about Nevada this year? I definitely expect them to be um, improved. It's just um, the defense has to be a lot better as far as causing havoc. And havoc means sacks, TFLs, and uh, turnovers because they didn't really do much of that last year. Only 27 Honestly, sacks last year. a lot year. of their games – We lost a lot of – it was a lot of uh, – some games they were in it to win it, but they just found a way to blow it. Um, turnovers killed them pretty much. But they ended the season losing, what, 10 in a row? Was it 9 or 10 in a row? They lost to UNLV, Fresno State, Boise State, San Jose State, which they barely lost, by the way. They were in that game. Yeah, that game they should have won. They should have won the San Jose State game. They should have won the Colorado State game. San Diego State game was pretty close. And they fell apart in the second half against Hawaii. So if they could just improve marginally, because Cox can throw it, it's just sometimes his problem is throwing the ball to the other team. He's not going to be starting this year. Oh, Cox is the starter this year? No, Brennan Lewis is the starter. He's coming over from Colorado last year. Oh. And they also have Shane Illingworth. Um, who played sparingly last year? He's from Oklahoma State, though originally, if you don't re- if you don't recall. But yeah, yeah. Br- Brendan Lewis is is listed as a starter right now. Okay, so Brendan Lewis went to Colorado. Um, can we say he's much of an improvement over Cox? Maybe not. Could be a stretch, honestly. 
Oh, he's definitely – he completed 58% of his passes last year, and he didn't have a ton of talent around him either at Colorado. Sean Dollars is their running back. He, he transferred from Oregon. Yeah, that's a big get. He could probably potentially be one of the best backs in the MLS, honestly. Yep. And then they also got uh, John Jackson from USC. Yeah, that's a nice pickup, too. A good D1 wide receiver. Um, I like the talent. It's just they got to be able to stop somebody on defense, man. Their defense should be improved, though. They do – they return two starters on their defensive line. They also bring in a ton of transfers. They bring in uh, Elijah Winston from from USC on the D line. They also bring in um, Jackson Leduc from Oregon, linebacker. They got a lot of transfers, dude. Yeah, they got a lot of transfers. Um, they start off the season at USC. Don't get the shit completely pushed in. Um, they get Idaho. That's a winnable game. Idaho's a winnable game. Kansas, that might get ugly. They could definitely win Texas State. They could beat UNLV. Definitely could win against Hawaii. Utah at Utah State could be a tough one at Colorado State. And they finish the season against Wyoming. So they definitely have a chance to win their last four games. If they could squeak out two against maybe one, against SDSU, New Mexico, or Fresno State, then I could definitely see them going over. And honestly, they might have a good shot at even making a bowl game this year because they should beat Texas State. They could beat UNLV because, you know, I know UNLV is all offense. Defense is terrible. Um, Hawaii is building. Utah State is building as well. Colorado State got one of the worst offenses in FBS, so they could definitely win that game. And Wyoming lost a whole bunch, so – I could definitely see them getting maybe five or six wins for sure. Yeah, and they over under is what four, four and a half. They also luck out because they don't have to face Boise State uh, or Air Force or Air Force. So I actually kind of like the over, honestly. Yeah, they got some tough games on the road, but they could win one of those games. They probably won't win Fresno State or SDSU on the road, but then they could be. Utah State or Colorado State on the road, I definitely can see them going over the four and a half. I see five or six wins on the schedule, honestly. Yeah, I think this is going to be five or six wins, too. Um, I don't love it enough to bet it, but... I definitely, I would lean the over for sure. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't advise you to bet against the over for them going over, but if you want to pull the trigger, I'll say pull it now. I definitely think they're going to be better than UNLV, and UNLV's win total six and a half. I don't fucking understand that. I got them going under for sure, but um, we'll get to them. But yeah, I like this over for them, honestly. Yeah, they probably start the season off two and two. Probably lose to Fresno. I think they beat UNLV at home. More than likely lose to San Diego State, even though they played them pretty tough last year. Um, I think they can end the season with a five game win streak, four or five winning four. Either a five-game winning streak or winning four out of their last five. Yeah, I could see them doing that, too. All right, let's move over to uh, the other four-and-a-half win team. That's Colorado State. So Colorado State last year, kind of on the flip side of Nevada, like Colorado State lost a lot of talent from the year before. They bring in Jay Norvell. He transferred in a lot of guys. A lot of guys transferred out middle of the season last year. Now, if you remember, they started off the first two, three games. They just got their shit absolutely pushed in. It was just first four games they got destroyed. Yeah, it was just not a, a good start to the season. 
Um, I do expect this team to be improved this year. Obviously, Jay Norvell got a, a year of time with these guys. I'm really high on Torrey Horton, uh, who's a wide receiver for them. The game against San Jose State last year was phenomenal. I mean, he had some of the sickest catches I've ever seen, dude. Like, this dude's incredible. Clay Millen should be a lot better, too. Remember, he was he was supposed to be the heir apparent to uh, Carson Strong in Nevada. Transfers yeah. with Jay Norvell to Colorado State. I think a big part of Colorado State's problem last year, Irv, was that their offensive line was fucking atrocious, dude. They gave up 59 sacks. I mean, it's just hard to get any kind of offensive production if your yeah, offensive line is that bad. The quarterback completed 72% of his passes. That's hell they only averaged 14 points a game. Because they were getting sacked every other fucking play. <laughs> yeah, this, that offensive line has any type of heartbeat. I think they can definitely win four, maybe five games. Now, their schedule last year was pretty damn tough because they played Michigan, they played Washington State, they played Boise, San Jose State, Air Force, and uh, uh, Nevada, even though they won Nevada by a field goal. This season's schedule... This is not as bad. Um, They also get Boise State at home. They get Air Force at home, and they get San Diego State at home. Yeah, because they start off the season against Washington State. They might be able to pull out a win in that game because Washington State lost a ton of talent as well. They're on the road against Colorado and Metal Tennessee. Then this is Utah Tech. Yep. Um, Yeah, Utah Tech. Over under a four and a half. Yeah, like, dude, I definitely think yeah, they, they can beat get Washington a lot of their State. In the beginning because they might even beat Colorado, dude. Yeah, they could. They got a chance to beat Colorado for sure. Even though I don't think they do, but they got a chance. They um, can... yeah, because a lot of their wins got to come in the beginning because the backside of their schedule is is, is pretty tough. Because you got Boise, you got Air Force. And you got San Diego State. They get all. They get all three at home, though. That's a. But this team is not that good. I think they're going to be improved, dude. They're going to be improved, but if they improved, I say by like one or two games. They won three last year. Maybe they get to four or five this year. But a lot of their wins probably have to come in the beginning of the year because they probably could beat Wyoming because Wyoming just lost so much. They lost a lot of top end talent. But as far as SDSU Nevada, maybe they could beat Hawaii. Uh, I'd say the same. Probably. I think they. Five. I think they win six. Four and six wins. I think they win six games this year. Probably, yeah, four and six. To, they could easily lose. They could easily go two and ten or three and nine, but they should be more improved. Honestly, if that offensive line can muster up any type of blocking, there's no way right. they could be worse than last year, bro. Hopefully not. Hopefully they fire their O line coach. Yeah, that was uh, that was atrocious. They also got uh, Bobby Lawrence from Mizzou on the O line, Drew Cannon from Nevada, plus they transfer in two FCS starters, Drew Moss from Lamar and Oliver Jervis from Monmouth. So they definitely have more experience. Yeah, more experience should be better talent too. They all they transferred in three starters, so yeah. I mean, uh, I uh, four maybe six wins. Like, I had the max they could go bowling. At worst, they could win two or three games again, honestly. Yep. I like the over for them. I do. I think that they are 
I think four and a half is too low. I definitely think they're going to double their win total. All right, let's talk about the Utah State Aggies. Uh, five and a half is their win total this year. Blake Anderson is their coach. This is his third year. Uh, last year they were six and seven. Um, but last year they, they dealt with a lot of fucking injuries, dude. They had a lot of injuries. They were banged up a lot. Um, what do you think about Utah State this year? If they could stay healthy and returning what they're returning, I think they're returning, what, six or seven starters on offense? Uh, they're returning four starters offense, but they did transfer in Colby Bowman, uh, who started wide receiver at Stanford. Um, and then they got Brock Lane, who's a – so, supposed to be a really fucking good tight end, like NFL caliber okay, so tight end. Defense is they returning six or seven starters, or defense they're returning five. But again, they transferred in some starters. Uh, MJ Tafisi from Washington. Uh, they okay. transferred in Gavin Barthiel from Washington State. Uh, then they got some JUCO transfers to Jalen Martin, who's going to start at cornerback. Uh, and then they transferred in uh, Simeon Harris, free safety from Colorado. So. They transferred in guys with starting experience. It's not like they transferred in like yeah. dudes that won't play. Six and a half. Yeah, six and a half. Five and a half. Sorry, yeah, five I, and a half. Five and a half. No, uh, maybe I don't think they get there because their schedule is pretty damn tough, man. They do. They got to go at Iowa, yeah. at Air Force, uh, at San Jose State, at San Diego State. You got Boise at home, but. I don't even think they did. They're probably going to be Boise at the end of the year against New Mexico or the world. Connecticut is a much improved team. Yeah, man, I'm only seeing like maybe three or four wins on their schedule, honestly. This team, maybe lost, they could be, the, their biggest weakness is their offensive line, too. They lost a lot of fucking starters on offensive yeah, on they lost four line. starters on the offensive line, so that's mm-hmm. definitely not a good thing. Yeah, I see him at three, maybe four wins. Give me that under, honestly, because I don't even think they're better than Colorado State, and you know Colorado State got some improvement to do. So, yeah, I definitely I agree. I think Colorado State is is the better team. Um, I think five, like the thing with Utah State, dude, is they they always upset people that they shouldn't win. Like last year, they beat Air Force. <laughs> you know what I mean? They shouldn't have won that game. Like that's just that's just what happens. Uh, so, with that being said, like I think five and a half is uh, it's too close it's to play. Doable, but I don't, I just don't see five and a half. I don't see six wins on the schedule. Yeah, I don't either. They that offensive line concerns me too. Yeah, losing four starters on your old line, unless you like a top end D one school that could reload and bring in starters from another university and transfers. Yep, this could be bad for them. Yep. All right. Another team at five and a half wins is the San Jose State Spartans. They were seven and five last year. They returned nine starters on offense, five on defense. Uh, they do lose one of their best defensive players in school history, Fayoko, which is going to be tough to recover. Uh, what do you think? Oh, and they, and they also lose uh, Kyle Harmon, who is first team All Mountain West uh, middle linebacker. So it's going to be tough for San Jose State's defense to replicate what they did last year. What do you think about the Spartans this year? Danny Cordero transfer out. Nice starting. Oh, he's still there? Damn. Over under? He was a uh, he was second team all Mountain West last year though. Yeah, but some of those games we saw we didn't like what we saw. But honestly man, that death 
honestly just ruined this team last year. They never recovered from that. Yep. Um, this is another team. Their, their non-conference is pretty tough. They got USC, Oregon State, Toledo. They should beat the hell out of Cal Poly. Um, but they open up conference play at home against Air Force. Then they got to go on the road against Boise State. They didn't lose a single home game last year. Yeah, they didn't. But this is a new year, and they lost five very good starters on defense. Um, yeah. Um, well, I see uh, six and a half. Is five, over five, under? five and a half. Five and a half? Yeah. They could beat Fresno State, UNLV, New Mexico. Bro, it's a good chance they could start one and six. Yeah, but I mean, if they play as well as they did last year at home, I think they could. I think they could do this. Problem is, is that they just lost so much talent, dude, on defense, and I yeah. just, I just don't see them even coming near their defensive numbers last year. Last year, they only allowed 122 rush yards, 3.2 yards per carry, only allowed 218 yards through the air per game. I just, there's no way they're going to replicate that. And last year, their biggest issue on offense wasn't necessarily like. Chevin Cordero turned the ball over so much, it was that the offensive line was so bad, they couldn't run the ball for shit. I mean, Chevin Cordero was their second-leading rusher, dude. You know what I mean? So they have to they have to get more production from their offensive line. They, and they didn't lose a lot on their offensive line, so they're returning a lot of starters, transferred mm-hmm. in a couple too. But, yeah, I, it's hard to see. They got a tough schedule, man. They really do. USC, Oregon State. I mean, they're they're starting out the gate zero two. You know, they got to go to Toledo. Like you said, they could very well start the year one and four, bro. And then they go at Boise State one and five. They should beat New Mexico State, so two and five. Get Utah State at home. We'll give them that win. That's three and five at Hawaii. They should win that, but still no guarantee. We'll say four and five. Fresno State, another tough team. Ted uh, Jeff Tedford. I think they're going to be between five and six wins, so I think five and a half is, like, accurate. I think it's pretty correct. <laughs> Which means that I'm not going to fucking touch it. Not going to touch it. Don't like that one. I'm going to stay away from that one, too. <clears throat> All right, let's move over to Wyoming. The Cowboys. Win totals five and a half. Last year they were seven and six. Uh, Craig Bull has a way of getting the best out of guys. Uh, they do return five starters on offense, ten on defense. Though, Irv. what do you think about this team? Well, they're non-conference. They got to go. They they get Texas Tech at home. Then they got to go to Texas. They get Portland State and Appalachian State. That's their non-conference. That looks like one and three, honestly. One and three, who they lose? Oh, Appalachian State? Nah, they get them at home. They'll win that game. Um, yeah. well, I gotta look and see what Appalachian State is bringing back, honestly. I think I think they go two and two non-conference. Then they get New Mexico at home. They get Fresno State at home. Colorado State at home. 
Hawaii at home, and then they got to go to UNLV, to Boise State, to Nevada. The over-under is six and a half? Five and a half. Um, this offense, man. They lost their best offensive line, man. Pregnant transferred to USC. And I think he was down there all. He was an All-American type player. So, but then they only they only returning what four starters on defense? No, oh, they're returning ten starters on defense. Oh, 10 starters on defense. They're returning wow. their entire defensive line. Um, yeah, their defense might keep them in games, but, man, what is this offense going to do? Um, I mean, they return arguably their best receiver, which is the tight end, Trayton Welch. They yeah, de- last year in conference play, they were pretty solid. They beat Air Force by the field goal. Yeah, and, and uh, playing at – Laramie, Wyoming, like, that's a tough place to play, dude. Like, teams don't just waltz in there and win games. Yeah. Maybe they could get to 6-6. Six and six. But some of those wins from last year, like, they should have lost Hawaii. They should have lost to Colorado State. They won for that damn kicker. So, it could be swing games, honestly. But then they almost beat Boise State. Almost beat Boise State, too, so you got to give them credit for that. Maybe they can go six and six, but man, they're on the road against Air Force, Boise State, at Nevada. That's mm. that's the tough thing, dude. Is like they they draw Air Force and Boise State at home, and in back to back weeks on the road. Too. I mean, yeah, and both of those games are both of those teams are coming off buys too. Yeah, that's you know, damn. The Mountain West did them no favors with the scheduling. Yep. Kind of remind me how the Pac-12 used to do USC, so we ain't leaving that fucking trash dump ass conference. Um, they but they should go two and two non-conference. They should beat New Mexico. That's three wins. They get Fresno State at home. Yeah, but I don't know, man. Fresno State. Jeff, then the Mountain West team. When they lose a lot of starters, either way, they'll understand losing their best quarterback in program history because I do think Jake Hanger is better than sorry as Derek Carr um, <laughs> and his and his brother. Who was actually a number one pick? Yep. Uh, um, honestly, looking hard, they schedule just off defensive line. That offense can muster up any type of points. You could be looking at a dark horse team to actually make a run in this conference because they're returning ten starters on defense. That usually, yeah, I think their defense is gonna be solid, bro. Yeah, I think their defense is gonna be really good, and like you said, I think. It's all a question mark of what you get on offense, and if their offense is better than last year, this team could win more games than last year. I'll, I lean the over, but probably won't play it. But I could see them. I could definitely see them pulling an upset, Fresno State, October seven. But then they got to go turn around and go to Air Force, and then they get a buy, and then they got to go to Boise, Boise State. That's tough. But I, but UNLV has a higher win total, and I think Wyoming is going to be better than UNLV. Yeah, actually, uh, I might think they go maybe. I think they go seven and five, six and six. Honestly, yeah, I'm with, I'm with you on that one. Um, all right, let's talk about those UNLV running rebels. Uh, fired that dog shit head coach Mike Marcus Arroyo. Finally, um, 
bring in Barry Odom, who I think was a solid hire for sure. Yeah, I like the hire for sure. They returned six starters on offense, seven on defense, which is pretty solid. Uh, I Their defense was so bad last year, bro. They gave up 158 yards rushing per game, 226 through the air. They gave up a lot of big plays. Not good. They do bring back Doug Brumfield, uh, outstanding quarterback last year. Very key, though, that he stays healthy, man, because when he was off the field, dude, they sucked. They were yeah, not good. Terrible. They could barely move the ball past midfield when he wasn't in the game. So, yep. but honestly, that's well, this see their season is going to come down to their defense because outside of their non-conference, where they're probably going to start maybe one and three, two and two, maybe they could beat UTEP on the road, but I think UTEP might be yeah, have enough to pull that out. Um, they start off with Hawaii, Nevada, and conference in Colorado State, so they could maybe win one or two of those. Their over-under is what, six and a half? Yep. Yeah, but the way they end their season, at New Mexico, at home versus Wyoming, on the road against Fresno State, at the Air Force, and at home against San Jose, they could easily lose the last five. Yeah, they'll beat New Uh, Mexico. So... Six and a half. I got them at six wins, honestly. They honestly got some nice transfers on defense, too. Xavier Carter from LSU. Um, They also transferred in uh, Jackson Woodard from Arkansas. Obviously, he comes over with Barry Odom. Odom's a great defensive coach, dude. I have no issues about the defense. I think the defense is going to be solid. I definitely think they're going to be better than they were last year. The offense. The offense is the biggest question mark, dude. And and obviously Doug Brumfield's health is a big, big key to that because he couldn't stay healthy last year, dude. Yeah, looking at the schedule, I see six wins, maybe. Yeah, they should they should beat Bryant Vanderbilt. Um, UTEP's a tough game, especially because they got to go to UTEP. Also, uh. Bayou, Nevada, Nevada on the road, too. That could be. That's a rivalry could, game, too. And then they got to go to Fresno State. Fresno State coming off a bye. <laughs> yeah, the end of the season schedule is pretty tough because they don't really get a break. But, I I mean, I think six I think six or seven wins is possible. But, again, dude, like I, just, I think that six and a half is right. Dude, I'm not going to go over or under because I think it's like, I could see them winning six games. I could see them winning seven. I could see them winning five. But, I mean, still, it's, like, too close. You know what I mean? Tough, tough team to grasp. Yeah. They're over under six and a half. Six and a half, yeah. I'm at the lane under, honestly. Yeah, I, uh, I just I think it's too close, dude. I think six and a half is about right. Plus, they don't have to play Boise State or San Diego State, which is a blessing. All right, let's move over to uh, San Diego State Aztecs at six and a half wins as well. They were seven and six last year. Um. Really crazy year, dude. Like, they couldn't get anything out of the quarterback, and then they <laughs> they bring a safety in the quarterback, ends up being their best quarterback. 
Uh, and he's going to start the year. Jalen Maiden, he'll be starting the year as qu- at quarterback. They are bringing over Ryan Lindley, who's the best quarterback in franchise history, or not franchise, best quarterback in program history here. He's their new offensive coordinator. And he actually did wonders with Jalen Maiden last year. Like, he helped him make strides. Like, he was his quarterback coach. Now he's the offensive coordinator. I think that's going to be huge as well. What's your thoughts on uh, San Diego State? They can get anything out of the QB position and reconstruct that offensive line because they lost like, three or four starters on that offensive line. Yeah, and, they, there's, and, they, there's some, and there's starting left tackle transfer to Ohio State. So that was another big loss. So um, Brady Hope is always focused on running the ball. Hopefully they can get something out of the QB position. But... Yeah, it could be also over under eight. No, six and a half. Six and a half. Um, They're non-conference. They get Ohio, Idaho State, and UCLA all at home. Then they go to Oregon State. Um, honestly, looking at their schedule, it could be UCLA. Because UCLA is going to be breaking in a new quarterback. Yep. The true freshman on the road against Oregon State is going to be tough. They probably lose that one in a hard, hard fought game. Then they open up with Boise, and they open up conference play with Boise State Air Force back to back. Then on the road against Hawaii, but they could easily win all the remainder of their games. So, and they should start off to well, nah, they might not beat Ohio. Nah, they should beat Ohio. They get them at home. Yeah, they should beat Ohio, but they, you know, depending on what happens with that QB situation. So with I, I, I earlier I said uh, the linebacker from New Mexico transferred to you know the he transferred to San Diego State, Cody Moon. That was their best defensive player at New Mexico last year. We're talking a a first yeah, team all Mountain good. West player. So they get. Um, him. I honestly, I got, I got to go over with this one. Yeah, I like the over too. Remember last year they, they lost a lot of talent. Yeah. And this year they're they're returning way more starters than they did a year ago. Yeah. Only my only concern is the offensive line because like you said, the quarterback has a whole offseason. You know he's gonna be the starter, you know he's gonna be the leader, so that could automatically lead to uh, better results. And Wendy's a good OC, so you should definitely coach him up. Um Yeah, I like this over, honestly. I only see him only two games I really look at and be like, okay, they might not win that game because that Air Force and that Oregon State. So but every other game they can, they can win, yep. for sure. Agreed. 100% agree. So I like the over for San Diego State. The floor is probably, what, six and you – no, know, I'll say, what, seven and five. But the uh, the height, the, uh, the ceiling, they could, they could be ten and two, honestly. They could win this conference. Yeah. They could win this. Con- I, I like the over. They're plus 750 to win the conference. I think that's a pretty good bet as well. Because they get Boise State at home. If they go that's if they go UCLA at Oregon State, Boise State at Air Force, if they come out of that 3-1, and one, they're going to the Mountain West title game. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just it's imperative. They have to at least split that Boise State Air Force game. Yeah, they can't lose both of them. And I think if they beat Especially UCLA, the schedule Hawaii, Nevada, Utah State, Colorado State, San Jose, 
and they get Fresno State at home. Yeah. yeah, I like this over. This might be the best bet. Yep, agreed. All right, let's move on. We got uh, the Boise State Broncos at seven and a half wins. Um, this is they are the favorite to win the conference, but they don't have the highest win total. Reason for that is they do have a pretty difficult non-conference schedule. They got to go to Washington, and then they get UCF at home, North Dakota at home, and then uh, they also have to go to Memphis. So they have a very difficult non-conference schedule. They could very well. They got a very athletic quarterback. Taylor Green, yes, they returned Taylor Green. They also have a really good running back in George Halani. Yeah, they got a real good one-two punch. Probably got the best one-two punch in the whole conference at the running back position. Um, defense, though, aren't they only returning like five starters? Only returning five starters on defense, yes. Yeah, so from my homework. I don't know, man. This non-conference is pretty tough. The only win they might get is North Dakota. Yeah. And on the road at Memphis, that's going to probably be a shootout. Memphis can score the best of them, but they don't play much defense. They do got a shot at winning that game. Now, as far as the Mount West goes, they, at home versus San Jose State, on the road against Colorado State, they got Wyoming at home, on the road against Fresno um, I got them at eight or nine wins. They got they end the season at the like, Air Force at home, which could be, um, which could be a good thing. That that um, game right there could be for both Air Force and Boise State to go to the Mountain West Championship. So, uh, seven and a half. I see eight wins because they start off. I don't know. I don't think they beat San Diego State at home though. So, yeah, start off one and two. Maybe one and three. They could. I could see them beating Memphis on the road. Then they could pull off a winning streak, beat San Jose State, beat Colorado State, beat Wyoming. Lose to, maybe lose to Fresno at home. That's going to be a real tough game because Fresno got them in the, uh, in the Mountain West Championship last year. But they beat them in the Mountain West Championship last year. It wasn't San Diego State. No, it was, it was Boise State. No, it was uh, Fresno State won the Mountain West Championship. I know they beat they beat Boise State, right? Yep. Okay, so that's gonna be a tough one. That's a swing game. Yeah, I see. Um, I'll say eight wins, seven, eight wins, but over under seven and a half though. So yeah, I think that Boise State that Fresno State game is real key. That Memphis game was key. For them to uh, for them to hit the over, Irv, they basically got to run the table in the Mountain West. Yeah, because. Yeah, because they're starting off one and two for sure. Uh, that uh, yeah, that non-conference schedule is tough, beat bro. Stayed at home. Damn, I might have to lean under, honestly. Yeah, it's a tough one, dude. They're because I mean, dude, they are probably one of the be- they are one of the better teams in the Mountain West. It's just their non-conference is brutal. Yeah, like they could win seven games and still make the Mountain West title. Win. If they win that game, guys, yeah, it'll be if they win that game, dude. That'd be impressive. I just think losing too much on defense—that's a tough, tough ask, dude. Yeah, that's a lot. They lost a lot. I'm, I'm gonna lean the under. I'm gonna lean the under. Just because I don't, I think they're gonna. I think that non-conference is just brutal. All right, let's move over to Air Force, who's at eight and a half wins. 
Um, not a tough non-conference schedule. They get uh, San Diego State at home. They get Wyoming at home. They get UNLV at home. They got to go to Boise State, though, um, and then to San Jose State. What do you think about uh, about Air Force? They are losing their program's best quarterback in the history of that program as well, Hazeko Daniels. After her, but honestly, they're going to be favored in a lot of these games. And just looking at their schedule, face value, I only see two, maybe three losses, honestly. Yeah, they returned almost their entire defense, and their defense was good last year. Only allowed 95 rush yards, 3.4 yards per carry. Pretty impressive. Oh, my eight and a half, right? Eight and a half, yeah. Yeah, I see nine wins in their sleep, honestly. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> Army's not beating them. Navy's not beating them. Colorado State, Hawaii, UNLV. They might win 11 games, dude. Yeah, the only only maybe two losses I might see is San Diego State and Boise. Other if they win those games, they get pretty damn well go undefeated. Yeah, I thought last year they kind of like slept through conference play too a little bit. They like yeah, slipped they up in a couple games. I think they're going to be more tightened up this year. I think we saw that in the in the bowl game against Baylor too when they won that game. I yeah, think. they they took Baylor ass to the woodshed. Honestly, yep. I think we're going to kind of see uh, yeah more of a refocus uh, the over. Take that shit to the bank. Yeah, I like the over as well. Um, all right, and then we'll move on to the last team. We have the Fresno State Bulldogs, eight and a half wins, as you mentioned earlier, Irv. Uh, they do lose their program's best quarterback. A lot of teams here losing program's best quarterbacks. Uh, Jay Kaner's one of them, man, but they do bring in Mikey Keene from UCF, who's a very accurate passer as well, 66%. And we know Jeff Tedford, man. He just... Uh, He's a quarterback whisperer, man. Yeah, no, nah, he's not a quarterback whisperer. He's just a damn good QB coach. Um, he's uh, Lincoln Riley is a QB whisperer. Um, but Jeff Shefford is a top five quarterback developer in the, uh, in the in the game of college football. Um, has a pretty damn good track record. Yep. Honestly, even though they lost a lot of talent, especially on defense, but they brought in some good transfers. For some reason, they always seem to just figure things out when they do, do lose a lot of talent. Bringing in Michael King was big. It won't be a seamless transfer, but it brought in a legit, very good – I wouldn't say very – but I'll say a good D1 QB. Special, definitely upper echelon QB in the Mountain West for sure. Yep. Um, honestly, over-under seven and a half. Yeah, uh, eight and a half. Eight and a half. Probably lose Purdue. They can't win that game. Nah, they're know. they're beating Purdue, bro. Purdue's in they're shambles probably, this they year. They probably could beat Purdue. Eastern Washington, ASU was complete dog shit last year, and they're breaking a new staff. Pretty much a whole new team. Yep. They should be Kent State, Nevada. Damn, they can start off five and zero, honestly. Which is the opposite of what happened last year. Last year they started off one and four. Yeah, and Ann Hainer got hurt. Yeah. Um, Back-to-backs on the road against Wyoming and Utah State, they probably split that. I think they beat UNLB at home against Boise is big. I think they can pull that out at home. They might lose to San Jose, but they could definitely win that game. They had San Jose number pretty much the last couple of years. I think they beat, uh, beat New Mexico, so that's – I see eight, nine wins for sure. Could get to ten if they could beat San Diego State at home. Yeah, it's, it's hard to bet only because, like, you know, you do lose Jake Hayner and, and they, yeah. they they do lose a lot. 
But like I, I would lean under, but I wouldn't be one bit surprised if they go over. Yeah, I agree. It's just, it's too hard to bet either way, in my opinion, because yeah. like you said, I, I think you, we could see, I, I could see both scenarios happening. I could see them winning hella games, and I could see them losing and going under. Yeah. So I could see five and seven or nine and four, honestly. Yep, I think it's going to be right there. Uh, their defense is going to be is going to be pretty good. They do return seven starters. They also bring in a ton of transfers. Um, also, Jeff Tedford, known for really working the JUCO transfers, he usually always gets like good junior junior college transfers. They always end up being pretty good. Um, they bring in some offensive linemen, some FBS transfers on the offensive line as well. So their offensive line is pretty deep. So I mean, this team should be good, dude. They're definitely going to put up points, man. That you know, they might not be as good as with Jake Hayner, obviously, but they're still going to be good. Still going to be a good team. I think eight and a half is a lot, though. I'm gonna lean the under, but just a no play for me. Yeah, lean the under, but I'm not really confident either way. I wouldn't be surprised either way if it happened. All right, let's get some uh, futures best bets here, Irv. Uh, my two best bets for this conference are like the over for uh, Air Force. Also like the over for uh, San Diego State. And give me the under for uh, Nevada was two and a half or three. Nevada is four and a half. New Mexico? Yeah, New Mexico. Give me the under for New Mexico. Alright. Seven and over seven and a half SDSU. Under three and a half New Mexico. Alright, I'm going uh I like that over seven and a half for San Diego State as well. I definitely think they go over. Um I'm also going to go, I like the over four and a half Colorado State, man. Actually, no, I'm going to go over three and a half Hawaii. Over three and a half Hawaii. Sounds good. Take that to the bank. I like both of those. All right. Let's get it. All right, thank you everybody for tapping in with us. Really appreciate y'all hanging out with us, talking some Mountain West football. Uh, we will be back on Friday. I'll be back with, on Friday with AK. We'll be talking uh, MLB preview picks for Saturday's slate, and then we'll be back uh, myself and Irv on Sunday. We'll be back talking, uh, recapping the week. And looking ahead to the week ahead in sports and, and Major League Baseball, especially, man, we are we're really getting down to it at our first trade of the trade deadline uh, today. So we'll see if that kind of triggers a domino effect going down. I know you enjoyed that trade. From one of my teams to the other, man. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate y'all. Make sure to follow Irv on Twitter at Swervin Irvin TSP. Follow myself at Jordan Rules TSP. See y'all later. Have a very blessed Thursday. We appreciate y'all. Peace.